Okay, you guys, this is a bonus episode. Welcome to Recipe for Crazy. It's me, Alana, your resident crazy bitch. So I recorded this whole bonus episode and I was listening to it back and editing it. And I was like, this is just garbage and annoying. And it was just stressing me out. So I'm re-recording this because if you guys don't listen to this episode, the next episode probably won't make sense. So let me just get right to the fucking point. Okay. This is what's going on. Last week, I told you guys I've only slept with two people in the last seven years. My ex-fiance, my ex-boyfriend. That's it. Since we've been broken up, it's been dry as fuck. Okay. Cobwebs. Cobwebs, baby. So, hmm, I told you guys also that I broke up with my situation ship. Well, um, that changed after the whole stalker thing. We started talking again and you know, last weekend I was going to a seventies birthday party for my friend. I invite him to come. And of course he was like, oh, I'm not in the mood. I did it. Cause he's fucking annoying. And I was like, all right, whatever, bitch. And he's like, well, you can come over here we can snuggle. And I was like, okay, maybe, um, mind you, I had told this man explicitly that we will never be sleeping together unless he, I decide, we decide that we are going to be each other's life partners. Otherwise it's not happening. And I think he believed that I actually do. So I was like, okay, I'll come over and snuggle after whatever. Of course, the entire time I was at the event because I'm just a fucking psycho bitch. I couldn't even enjoy myself because all I kept thinking about was wanting to go hang out with this guy because the fucking world revolves around the dick for me right now. And I need to change that. Anyways, I'm just being honest with you guys. This is just the fucking truth. As soon as I knew I was going to go over there after the party, I couldn't even enjoy the party. I was like, what am I doing here? I like could not have fun. I also felt pregnant for whatever reason. I was wearing this really cute dress and I just felt gross. I looked cute. It was cute, but I felt gross. And I was like, get me out of here. So I went over to his house and, you know, as soon as I got in the car, of course, my stomach was in knots and I had butterflies and I was so excited to see him. Went over there and we just had like the best time and got totally shit faced drinking Tapo Chico's and then neither of us can sleep. So he was like, I'm going so fast. Let me slow my ass down. Okay. Neither of us can sleep. So he was like, do you want an Ambien? And I was like, uh, yeah. So we both took Ambien and we're getting drunk and... It's an interesting high, the ambient alcohol combination. It's interesting. And I was enjoying myself. I was singing Celine Dion, dancing the 70s music. I don't know what happened. I don't know how we got from point A to point B, but somehow we went from me acapella-ing it to Celine Dion to being in the bedroom and me screaming a different note. (laughs) I don't know what came over me. I was like, you know what? Fuck it it's been a rough year. I've gotten to know this man. I trust him to some degree. He's been pretty transparent and honest with me and he's hot and let's just fucking go. Let's just do it. So we did. And okay, I'm about to explain to you guys my trifecta. My trifecta. These are the three things that a man can do that will bring me to my knees. Okay. This man did all three of these things. Number one, let me go back in time for a moment. The first time me and Teddy Bear hung out, we were in Joshua Tree. Both of us own homes there. We were like, okay, let's meet. Like I said, we met on Hinge and we were like, let's meet in Joshua Tree and we'll each go to our respective houses and then we'll go to dinner. And if things go well, you know, we'll spend more time together 
in the tree. So we're in Joshua Tree. We spend the day and the night together. It was a really good time. We were drinking. It was good. We go back to my place, listening to music. Things get hot and heavy. Next thing I know, our clothes are off. Next thing I know, he's pulling out a condom. Excuse me? A condom? What do you think? I'm a dirty bitch? Like, what the fuck? Or are you a dirty bitch? Who's the dirty bitch? Someone on this bed is a dirty bitch. But I'll tell you right now, it's not me. I've only fucked two guys in the last seven years. It just kind of took me out of the moment. I was no longer into it and I retreated. I was like, never mind. We're not having sex. That threw him off. It was weird. But whatever. I mean, I changed my mind. Just because we're naked doesn't mean we have to have sex. Sorry. Anyways, we were about to do it again. He brings out the condom. I already was mentally prepared for it. So I was like, whatever. We start having sex. I'm on top. Now we're back to present day. Okay. You know, condoms just kind of kill it. It, it's a buzzkill. It's a fucking buzzkill. So we were drunk and I don't know what happened, but someone took the condom off. And then like about four seconds later, he came inside of me. He didn't even know if I was on birth control. He didn't know my situation. He had no fucking clue. He just like risked it all, risked his entire life in that moment. And there was nothing more attractive to me. Like a guy just not being able to control himself and like coming inside of you and like taking the risk that you could be pregnant with his child just hot. That was the first thing of the trifecta that he did that was like, oh my God, okay, so we're getting married, right? When should I plan it? Let me know. And afterwards, by the way, he was like, are you on birth? He like, he didn't even warn me. Like normally when you fuck someone, they're like, oh, I'm gonna come. And you're like, okay, let me like jump off your dick. No, didn't even do that. Just fucking game. Just fucking game. Okay. So cross your fingers and not pregnant. I'm on birth control. He didn't know that, but I am. Anyways. Oh yeah. So after he was like, are you on birth control? I was like, well, wouldn't you like to know? Maybe that was something you should ask before. Now I just want you to live in fear for the next four weeks and I'll let you know. Next morning we woke up, we were like giggling and rolling around the bed. Next thing I know, we're having sex again. Then next thing I know, 0.2 seconds later, I don't even know if we made it to a full second. He came. That's number two for me of the trifecta. Not being able to even have sex because it just feels so good that you come in two seconds. Some women are probably like, oh my God, I want my guy to last forever. And yeah, if they don't last forever, if they don't last more than like a couple minutes after the first few times, it's a problem. But you know, if we haven't had sex and like you come within two seconds, I'm in love with you. I love it. That's hot. I think you love me too. We're getting married. I was into it. So that was the second thing he did. The next thing he did after I left, I was driving to my friend's house. I was picking up Arby's to bring to her house so we can paint our nails and be fat, gross, disgusting bitches. Roast beef sandwiches. So good. So gross. I'm driving over there and I get a text message from Teddy Bear. I look at it. It's a video. I open the video. What is the video of? It's me. What am I doing in the video? I'm just like being effortlessly cute and beautiful. And he just like took that video candidly, secretly, without me even knowing. I was singing Celine Dion. I was just being this like, it was like in the beginning of Meet the Parents. I think her name was Pam. You know, when they had like that candid VHS tape footage of her just like, you know, just bouncing around and being like this cute lady, whatever. Someone loves her. That's what it was. It was like the dead wife in a movie montage. Like, oh my God, she was just so perfect. That's what it was. And I was like, oh my God, this man, ding, 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 ding. He just hit the trifecta. He did all my three things. In my last two relationships, that was a huge point of contention. 
Why don't you take videos and photos of me without me prompting you, motherfucker? I don't want to have to be like, hey, bitch, take your phone out and take a picture of me. I look cute. I want you to just look over at me and be like, wow, she's gorgeous. That's my girl. I want to take a picture or video of her because I just need to capture this moment. If I have to do it, you're taking away all of the magic. It's really annoying. I almost dumped my fiance multiple times because of that. And I wish I was kidding you right now. I am not kidding you. I would have serious sit down conversations with him where I'd be like, Hey buddy, sit your limp dick down next to me on the couch and let's have a conversation. Do you want to be with me for the rest of our lives? I swear to God, you guys, this is a conversation I had with him. I said, listen, do you want it to be 20 years from now? We're looking back. We're like, Oh, let's look back at photos of ourselves. And there's nothing like, why don't you want to take pictures and videos to capture our life? You fucking idiot. Ugh, I can't stand you. Thank God that's over. My ex wasn't great about it either, but he was a little better than that guy. That guy was just total trash when it came to a fucking picture. Like get the fuck over it. Anyways. So teddy bear hit the trifecta, came inside of me, came after two seconds and took pictures of me. Call me a narcissist. I don't know, but that is my dream come true. So obviously when I got to my friend's house, I was thinking about what, what kind of shape diamond I want. Obviously brilliant earth was my targeted ads. They knew what was on my mind. Went on Instagram, swear to God, that was my targeted ad diamond rings, because that was, that's what was on my mind after I left there, because I was just like, this is, this is love baby. Anyways, so of course I'm on cloud nine. I'm feeling great. So what do I do? Um, ruin it all. Obviously I fucking self-sabotage my entire life. So I text messaged him something. And this is actually, I blame my friend for this too, because she's just as crazy as me. And I should have known better not to go to another crazy woman's house after when, you know, when I'm already feeling crazy, because I'm not on my goddamn Lexapro. So I text him something like, balls in your court. It's up to you now. I'm not going to do anything else. Like something like you need to, you know, try harder, which to be fair, he is like not really, he only likes to hang out like one day a week because he's quote unquote busy with his quote unquote job, whatever. Okay. And like whatever else he has going on. I have a lot going on too. Okay, buddy. My mom has cancer. I'm fucking trying to run a business over here. I'm trying to start a podcast. I've got shit too, motherfucker. I can still make time for you. Where's my time? So, you know, that's what it was rooted in. It was fine. Whatever. So I ruined it. He was not really pleased with that. He didn't text me back for like six hours after that. I was losing my goddamn mind. Losing my goddamn mind. <sighs> what I ended up realizing is that I need to be on my Lexapro. So I'm going to start taking my Lexapro again because, you know, I can't do this. I'm too off my rocker. I need to be stabilized right now. Maybe at another point when my life is a little more together, I can wean myself off. But going cold turkey off the Lexapro is a horrible idea. And I'm, you know, I'm changing. I'm not going to do it. So anyways, thank you for listening to this bonus episode. I really needed to do this because you guys won't understand the next episode. If I didn't do this, kind of jumped all over the place. I moved really fast. I would give this episode another six out of 10. Um, I love you guys. Thank you. I see all your messages asking where the podcast is. I'm sorry I was late. I have been so sick this week and it was from getting off the Lexapro cold turkey. Don't do that. Not a good idea, but I love you guys. Please give me five stars on whatever app you're listening to this. Please go watch my TikToks from start to finish so I can get a TikTok purgatory. Um, they've been, you know, 
fucking me in the asshole lately. That's fine. I don't do it for them. I do it for you guys. So I will talk to you guys next week. Actually, you're going to get another episode very quickly. Um, bye. Also go to that. Leave me voicemails. I love when you guys leave me voicemails and we can like, it's kind of like we can have a conversation. I have that number on my Instagram story at L A N N A N O E L. If you go to my first story where it says pod, my highlight, it'll have the phone number and you can leave me a voicemail and I'll play it on the next episode and answer your questions or we can just, you know, whatever. Love you. Bye.